Welcome. You're listening to Advocacy Conversations with A&J. I'm Alicia. I guide amazing souls to a life where they flourish through soul messages, energy shifts, and spiritual tools. I'm Jess, a 40-year-old queer fat activist with a passion for reading, dance, and making people laugh. Each week, we enjoy open and honest conversations with each other and occasional guests that will inspire our listeners to advocate for themselves, try something new, or get answers to burning questions. A couple of disclaimers before we start the episode. The thoughts and opinions shared on this podcast are that of the individuals participating in the conversations. The views shared are not substitute for professional, medical, or legal advice. Now let's jump into the conversation. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Woo! <laughs> it is 2023. Well, technically. I was going to say, like, back to the future. <laughs> right. Technically, it's December 2022, but we're recording this so that you can have the best New Year's startup ever by having an episode from us. Uh, that is a great way to start your new year. I can't think of a better way. <laughs> I think we're probably going to be like, when people are listening to this, buried in a little bit more snow. Just a rumor I'm hearing. Oh, well. So, as somebody I who received a lot of snow this year in Minnesota so far, I, I'm i so glad that I'm paying for snow removal services. That is the best thing that you have, that um, past Alicia has done for future Alicia. Oh, Absolutely. And future Alicia is going to benefit from the fact that I'm looking into somebody to come and clean my bathroom and my kitchen just once every other month, like a deep clean situation. I like it. And I can't wait. I'm here for that. Those are the things that we can spend some money on. (laughs) I'm I'm here for that. So it's 2023-ish. (laughs) um kind of weird to record obviously we record ahead of time because things in life get busy but um happy new year i want to know alicia what does what does new year bring up for you and stand for for you for me new year is just a new beginning but it's not like a remake of who i am you know what i mean like some people really try to change everything about them that they don't like in yep. one day. I um, I like to think of it as like the opportunity to think of new experiences that I can experience. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it looks like for me. Uh, new Year's Eve does not look fun for me, which is kind of a down downer because I'm single. So you would think it should be. But when all of your friends are married, your life changes a little bit socially. Yep. Um, and so honestly, this year I'm looking at recipes, so I'll probably just cook something really amazing. I think I'll buy a bottle of bubbly and just like, yeah. And just celebrate with, with myself. I love it. I, I am here for that. I think, uh, much like Valentine's day or even sometimes people's birthdays, I think we romanticize what it should look like as a, like New Year's Eve. And, um, in reality, it, that's really hard. So like, um, this New Year's, we're actually going to go up and see Miss Nicole and Lisa knows Miss Nicole cause we've been all been friends and Lisa and Miss Nicole were in my wedding and Miss Nicole is pretty pregnant and so uh we're going up to she lives in green bay now so we're gonna go up there 
and spend New Year's Eve with them. And then on New Year's Day, we're going to go to the Vikings Packer game at Lambeau, um, which I am a little scared of because it's cold. If it's cold here in Aurora, I can just imagine what it's like up in Green Bay. But she texted me the other day and she goes, okay, so am I making reservations or are we going to be cozy and eat at home? And I was like, girl, what do you think I'm picking? And I was like, cozy at home. Like, I don't want to be in clothes that make me uncomfortable around a bunch of people when we're going to be around a bunch of people the next day. Um, And Lisa and I have been doing New Year's at home for, I would say, since we've moved into this apartment, the last three New Year's, we've been at home and we do, uh, we we make an envelope of like what we want to bring in in the year and we seal it and we open the one from the year before. And I usually cook a whole lot of food, like kind of like you know, just try new recipes and make fun little drinks and bubblies and stuff like that. And then we're in bed by like twelve fifteen. Yeah, no, I gotta. I mean, I'll probably. I'm gonna just admit, I'm probably going to be in bed before. You know what? Just celebrate it with New York. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I agree with you. New Year's can be so disappointing because there's so much pressure put on that day. Mm-hmm. And for me, I realized years ago that it was just a really expensive day. Like there was one year where I spent like over $200 in taxis. It was before Uber. Yes, that that's how old I am. And <laughs> Wait, um, did you hail it or did you call them? Were you like outside and be like, yo, taxi? No, we had to call them. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, uh, but the thing is, I realized reservations were always hard to come by. Yep. I do like to go to a nice restaurant every now and then. So then we kind I kind of got older and I was like, I'm not interested in the bar hop scene on New Year's because it's so it's so intense. It is. There's just so much and the drunkenness is just beyond. And um who wants to spend two hundred dollars on a taxi ride? Like I don't mm-hmm. like yep. so then what I started to do with some of my friends was we would have early reservations. I'm talking about like 4.35 o'clock p.m. I, I love it. Dinner love reservations. It. We never had a problem. The wait staff was still new and fresh for the day. Mm-hmm. So they were like above and beyond the best part of the night. And then we would go home. And depending on that, we often would have like an after party at one of our houses and just hang out and chill. Mm-hmm. And that those were my favorite New Year's. And so now as a 42-year-old me whose mother just passed away and figuring life out. I think I just want to put comfy pajamas on, watch movies and like Mm -hmm. put a puzzle together. So that is probably going to be part of my need. I, I love it. It's, it's one of those nights too. It's like Halloween where there's a lot, there's a lot of people out. Uh, There is a certain level of risk that you're taking because some people might not be making the best choices. Yeah. Um, when it comes to drinking and driving or any of that kind of stuff. And if you don't live in a city, um, I know that you live up in the Twin Cities, which there's probably a little bit better public transit. And same thing here in Aurora. Like, if we wanted to go into the city, we have the train. But there's still that element of risk of, like, mm-hmm. more people being out and being vulnerable and things like that. And I remember we used to do – I think – I think Lisa and I, one time when I was still living in Madison, did New Year's up in Madison as opposed to me coming down here. 
And there's a lot of restaurants that will do cool things like, hey, have this tasting menu and it's $75 a person. And, you know, like, and again, it's one of those things where it's like, those are such great ideas. But again, it's like unrealistic expectations and romanticizing of this one night Mm -hmm. where like you could go to a brand new restaurant and do something and drop that money in a different way where you probably might get a little better service because it's not interesting in flipping the table to, you know, meet another reservation request Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Because I've also found, we've talked about this in season one, like when you go out to eat, it's supposed to be an experience. It's not supposed to be like, get there, eat, get out. Like it's supposed to be like, let me have a a cocktail and maybe we'll order an appetizer. And that might take 30 or 40 minutes. And then maybe I'll decide on what my entree is going to be. And I want my entree to come out and I want to enjoy it. And then maybe, maybe we'll order dessert. You know, like it's supposed to be be an experience and you're supposed to sit and you're supposed to talk and it's supposed to be a two, maybe even three hour thing. And now it's like, I find it's like, how quickly can we get in and out? And I think that's the American culture. I am interested to know what that's like in like overseas. Yeah. Because when I went to London, it was very much like an awakening about like, they haven't brought me my bill. Like what is going on? I've been waiting 35 minutes. And then I learned from the locals, like, no, you, you can sit as long as you want. You have to ask for the bill. And I was like, Oh, so I wonder what it's like for holidays over there. So I think what I'm going to propose is clearly you and I and Lisa and whoever else wants to join us should probably have new year's next year. And like, England or Spain or something like that. Yeah. And then we can come back to our listeners and really let them know. We can really just, it's going to, we're going to bill it to the podcast. Absolutely. Um, it's going to be an expense, business expense. We're going to write it off on our taxes. Absolutely. Spoiler alert. We don't have an LLC for the podcast yet. Putting we will record the it there. So yep. it's live mm-hmm. in the scene. It'll be great. And we, we'll get those little mini mics. <laughs> I do love those mini mics. Like a little mini mic on the street. <laughs> when Tati was on, um, Tati from uh, TikTok was on like the red carpet interviewing celebrities with that little mic. I was like, that's a whole other level. Like, just- <laughs> hilarious. And they would look at her like, okay. Yep. Giselle has one of those. And so we've done a couple of TikToks with the kids and um, at the school. And they're like, they're like hold it they're like I don't know what you want me to do with it it's really great I think it's hilarious so so New Year's also it's interesting because you know in a lot of different cultures New Year's comes up on different parts of the calendar year so it always makes me laugh that like in our culture specifically we're like you know what we'll do it right after the longest day coldest night (laughs) it is gonna be miserable we're gonna go right into farch which is February turning into March and like you know like go ahead start some projects renew yourself when I'm like maybe New Year's is about hibernating maybe that's like New Year's is when you go into your cocoon and you're like you know what it's time for some introspection I don't need to like be busting out all these new resolutions or you know goals and anything I'm gonna turn into a pile of mush and see what happens in the spring (laughs) I mean that sounds that sounds better than all the hard work. The thing with like New Year's, it just puts so much pressure. So like not only do you have to have a phenomenal way to bring in the New Year, but you have to like 
create a thing of what you're going to change with this high expectation of succeeding it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what the percentage is, but there's a huge percentage of people that don't even make it to the end of the month working on that. And I think that's also where like this circle of shame and guilt and failure stems from, especially for like Americans, because like, it's all about the drive here. Yeah. And so I also feel like I, when I used to work, I had a part-time job for a little bit at the YMCA. So I would see the membership spike Mm -hmm. and I was the opener. So I was there at like five o'clock in the morning and I noticed the huge shift and change from their schedule because of like a day off from work. So like that first Monday that we have off, I can't remember the holiday, but um, I would be like, okay, those 13 new people that were coming every day at five get to sleep in today. Let's see if they come back and maybe only one. And then when they would come back, it was, they felt like they had explained themselves to me. And I was like, yeah. oh, like, I really don't care. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad you're back, but I don't get paid per person that walks in because that would, that would either be amazing or an awful situation, depending on where you, you secretly are. go pick them all up. You're like, right. <laughs> no, but I just think that um, seeing that was a huge eye-opener for me because every year was always the same I'm gonna lose weight I'm gonna like love my body all of this and then I that's when I started to change how I saw it and I was like you know what this next year I want to experience this Mm -hmm. this next year I want to actually stop talking about going to plays at the theater I want to actually do it you know and that changed my perspective on all of it I love that too. I love that you brought that up because we had that in a season one episode too, which was like the new year, new me kind of paradigm or, or teeter totter pendulum swing that happens. And, and again, it's this weird, like fascination, romanticizing of like what we should be doing at this time of the year. And I remember when I was an avid Orange Theory fitness goer and how many more new people would show up, just like you said at the Y, and you're like, it's wonderful, and then they'd kind of teeter off, and then there'd be more space in class, and um, spoiler alert to the diet industry is a billion dollar industry that does not care about your health, it only cares about your money. Um, So this is a time of the year where they're going to be very, very interested in uh, you, not because they want to help you on your journey, but because they can make some money off your journey. So um, this is not Alicia and I being like, don't go to the gym, but like, think about intuitive eating and being like, what's a joyful movement? Like, and if the gym is joyful movement for you, rock it, get there, do it. It's okay if you don't go every day, especially if there's that first holiday that you're not going to be up at 5 a.m., But it is, it's very interesting to see how many things like people start and then it's like, because I know that I used to do this, the minute you miss one, Mm -hmm. it's like the whole week is bad, right? And so then it's like, I'm just going to wait till the next Monday to start. And then you might have like, I don't know what, 10 days in a row and then you'll have another bad day. And like, the reality is that's life. Like, like sustainability in your habits uh, also needs to leave room 
for the unpredictable, which is low energy, a life happening, weather, you know, like I have a puppy now. And if it's too cold and there's ice on the ground, I'm not going to take her walking. Like it's not good for her paws, Mm -hmm. you know, and that like it does affect if I'm going to go for a walk. But like I used, I would normally have beat myself up about Mm -hmm. that because I'd be like, well, now I missed a day. Now I'll just not walk this week, you know, and it's like the weird mental block. And you're like, dude, it's only been a day. Right. Well, and I think that comes back to also listening to what your needs truly are mm-hmm. in mind, body, and spirit. So whatever yeah. you want to do with the start of your year, however you look at it, don't make yourself wrong. Don't right. make yourself like to blame. Um, but there is retrospective that you can get after you've gone through things like you and I have gone through medically. Mm-hmm. Like now I know that the fact that I went to the gym five five days a week when my hemoglobin was like nine and 10. Um, That was, and I was going because I was like, I can't let my period be the reason I'm not working out. Like girls are stronger than that. Well, not when you're gushing, like, you know, you probably like just need to rest and that doesn't make you a failure. And then there was another level of failure because I was like, no, but my trainer, like, I love my trainer. I want to support him. Yeah. And then I was like, well, that's not the right reason. But now I can look at that. Yeah. And so now this year, I am going to just call in healing because I'm still going through this grief process and it yeah. sucks. And I'm calling in just like joy and abundance. And I'm not doing any of the the hellabaloo that kind of happens that first of the year. Yeah. And I think that's just so beautiful. And again, remember, listeners, everybody listening, our friends joining the conversation, it's what's best for you. So we could be going off on a tangent and being like, don't try to like get yourself bogged down with working out. But maybe that's what your soul and your body and your heart really needs right now. And we support that. Uh, But everybody does need different things. And I think that what sticks out the most for me and Alicia is that there's so many people that then like project their things onto you. And as people like ourselves who are empaths, we absorbed a lot of that, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but like, I just think we also have to think like what COVID taught us, like, you know what I mean? Like, what are your priorities? Like, um, you know, and maybe it is like, I, everybody always says like, coulda, shoulda, woulda, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this new habit. Like maybe it is like signing up for the dance class or maybe it is, uh, you know, taking your work email off of your personal phone Mm -hmm. and only going to be doing work when you're supposed to be working. I've been seeing a lot of TikToks that like, we aren't actually burnt out. We just don't know how to separate like because we have become 24-7 workers. Um, And even like, and Alicia and I have talked about this a lot too. Like when we text each other, sometimes we won't respond right away. And then when we do respond, we'll say sorry. And we've been really good about being like, remember, we don't have to say sorry. Like we're always going to respond when we can. And I Mm -hmm. feel like that goes the same in like the new year. Like some people are like, I want to be more present when I'm not at work. And it's okay to not answer every text message, even if you have an Apple watch. Cause I'm one of those people too. When like someone's not answering me and I'm like, I know that they are on their phone all the time <laughs> and they have a watch. Like why aren't they answering me? Because I feel that entitlement of an answer mm-hmm. right away. And so maybe that's one of the things that you, you work on like 
being like letting go a little bit of in the new year because the 24 hour access is and has been something that I've always struggled with. We talked about that during our boundaries episode in December. Yeah. You know, but like that's also something in the new year. Boundaries are great in the new year. And remembering that just because you say you want to do something in January, it might not be the same January 15th, right? It might Mm -hmm. not be what serves you in that moment. Um, Absolutely. Life changes in the snap of a finger. Yeah. I do like the idea of us uh, traveling for a New Year celebration. That sounds lovely. I mean, I don't know that traveling out of where we either one of us live is ever going to happen because the snow that happens, but you know, with these the airlines and cancellations and stuff, but um that does sound sound rather nice. If there's a will, there's a way. There is. I know I did just see something that was like if you live from Iowa to Pennsylvania, you and you should and you're thinking of traveling between Wednesday and Friday this week, you shouldn't. AKA remember like back to the future right now, we're recording this the week before Christmas basically. And I was like, that is horrible. That is like, thank God we are not traveling for Christmas really. Um, But like, that's the hard part too is in these months when things get a little crazy in the atmosphere and global warming is real. um, Climate change is real. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause like the weather's been weird. Like, and there's supposed to be a polar vortex, which is like, really? It's just so cold. Yeah. It's the cold that bugs me. Like, I could deal with the snow. I really can. Like, you should see Juniper in the snow, you guys. My (laughs) puppy, she's a French bulldog, and she just, like, pounces on the snow so that it comes up, and then she bites it. And then she, like, runs, and then she pounces on the snow, and then she bites it. It's very cute. cute. Awful when you're cold, and you're like, please just poop. (laughs) please please just poop it's cold outside (laughs) but then you have to think like well she is pooping outside so (laughs) can't be that mad at her right right oh man what else what else is um so as we wrap up for our new year's uh episode i we you and i have also done this too in in the new years before where we kind of make like a vision board mm-hmm. or we put something on our phones because it's something that we can see every day. So are you going to make a new one? Because I have not made a new one in like three years because I've been true to the like keep working on the things that you want to manifest mm-hmm. um, so that it's coming into your life. So is that something you might do this New Year's? Um, I have not decided. Okay. I have thought about doing one like on um I have an extra dry erase board and mm-hmm. I thought I could put it on there because I've also realized sometimes life changes and what you were trying to call in, you're like, oh, that's not I don't really care about that right now, you know, type of a thing. Yep. yep. So I haven't really decided. For me, the vision board has to be an inspired moment. Okay. Um it can't be something I plan ahead too much. But then that oftentimes I don't complete it. That's why like online ones are really nice to put on your phone because I don't have magazines. So we're not doing it old school ways like that. And like, I don't feel like printing pictures and then cutting them out, you know, type of a thing. So Mm -hmm. um, no, but I, I think that for me, I want to just kind of do like a call in and maybe a little 
burning ceremony. I really have liked doing that the last few years nice. where I wrote out what I wanted to call in. And then I went outside with a metal bowl and like burned it and watched it fly away. Um, mm-hmm. I just loved the visual effect of that. So I think I'll do that as kind of a vision board and record that to nice. like remind me of it and do that as my vision board and imagining it being sent up to my angels to take care of it. I love that. And that's like the fun thing is like in New Year's, like lots of people have different, you know, different kinds of traditions, you know, like to bring in wealth and prosperity and abundance. And again, wealth doesn't happen to mean fiduciary. So it does not Mm -hmm. have to mean money. You can be wealthy in many ways. You can be abundant in many ways. Mm -hmm. Um, You can be healthy in many ways. Um, It is a really hard time. Like you said, like you're working through navigating grief through a time for the first time really um, for you. And I think that the holidays can be a pressury time. So I just want to take this moment to encourage our listeners um, to honor those feelings that come up and reach out if you are feeling sad or you're feeling alone um, does not have to be to us, but reach out to other people um, because these times can be really hard because you might be forced to be around people you don't want to be around, but you have to out of like more quote unquote in air quotes, everybody moral obligation because it's family or something like that. So uh, remember to protect your peace. Um, Alicia has a lot of good um, activations and things that she shares on her pages. So that might be something like a grounding or a protective bubble with, you know, Archangel Michael, if you're going to these like holiday events. Um, with families or co-workers. Yeah. <laughs> I have a free one on my website. So check out my web- website. It's on Linktree and the login as um, Spiritual Soul Speaker. Um, I'll link it in the, in the, show, the show notes. notes. But it's, it's free and it's all about releasing the holiday stress. And it's about that social aspect, the financial aspect, the anxiety aspect. And it's just about bringing in peace and calm. Yeah. Which is really hard. Right. Like it is, it's really hard. And I just think about that too. I think, you know, after Christmas ends and we go into the new year, there does tend to be um, a lot, I would say a lot of uh, uncovering of possibly some mental health issues that you might've been burying deep down and covering up and things like that. And um, I, you know, in a time that many people think of as like rebirth and and new and and fresh, it can be very hard for other people. So, no matter what the new year represents or is for you, we hope that it's a moment of connecting to yourself and prioritizing you, because um, it's not selfish to do that. Because mm-hmm. you have to fill your cup so that you can fill those around you. Yeah. Um, but I hope everybody, I'm just going to say, I hope everybody has a happy and safe new year. Uh, safe being the most important word. Mm-hmm. Make good choices. Make sure that they're fun in whatever fun means to you, even if that's going to bed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's mighty fun. Uh, clean sheet night is a great thing to do. Love. <laughs> As we always text each other, like, gonna have the best night's lead. It's clean sheet night. Um, best thing ever. But um, so I just, I know that Alicia seconds it, but have a wonderful, happy new year. Be yes. safe. Uh, use those activations, protection things that Alicia has for all of our listeners for free. And join us in the conversation. We have lots of fun things coming up in 2023. We're so excited.
Can't wait. What Have I- a good new year, everyone. Woohoo! Thank you for joining us this week. We are so thankful to our listeners for taking time out of their day to listen to our podcast. You are all so appreciated. Our podcast is self-produced and edited. With your support and help, we would love to reach more people. So don't forget to review our podcast on any of the streaming services you're listening to us on. Apple Podcasts, Podcruncher, Spotify, etc. And share with your friends. We invite you to share the conversation with us. You can email us at conversationswithanj at gmail.com. Find us on socials at conversationswithanj on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, every good conversation comes from good listening. Bye!